Hey everybody, this is Matthew Soltysiak and you're listening to Not The Same Old Lions Podcast. Welcome to another episode. Today, we're going to take a closer look at how different defensive positions fared this year, which areas we think the Lions need to improve the most as well. I am joined here by Coach Jerry Angers, Michigan High School Coach of the Year in 2016, named Coach of the Week by the Detroit Lions in 2019. He's also mentored 70 players to the college level and two all the way to the NFL. Good to have you here, Coach. Great to be here, Matt. All right, well, let's start looking at the defensive side of the ball as we looked at the offense last episode. And let's start right on the line, right? Because that's where Coach Campbell says you build from the line out. So let's look at that defensive line. We have the edge and the interior here. A couple different groups, and they had a couple different uh, results throughout the year. I think wow is a great word to say. Um, I mean, wow on the edge and and going to be unbelievable on the inside, you know. And you can talk about Hodge and Houston and and um, you know the the rookie from Kentucky, uh, Pat Bashlow, uh, right? Yep. Sorry. And and then you look at Bugs and, and McNeil, and then of course my favorite player is Kaminsky. Uh, there's just something about him, you know. The other guys are the flash guys, you know. But I just think, you know, and they're gonna, you know, again, we can talk about that from that. But it's wow, it's a wow factor with those guys right now. They're young, they're energetic, uh, they love to play, and and uh, you know, I think the sky's gonna be a limit for them, especially if they add one or two uh, interior guys and maybe one other edge rusher to help them out. Yeah, well, I mean, as you mentioned, you have Josh Pascal, right, rookie. You have Aiden Hutchinson. Rookie, obviously highly drafted rookie with a lot of expectations, but you never know how that's going to turn out. And then you, you get Houston here, James Houston, who doesn't come on until Thanksgiving. So those were some young contributions, but some of the unexpected contributions were Kaminsky, John Kaminsky and Isaiah Bugs. Like we got them late in the whole process and both of them played key roles. Um, and you actually saw a difference in our run defense when Kaminsky went out for a, a little bit with an injury. For sure. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I totally agree with you on that one. Um, you know, and that's and I think that you know that tells tells the tale that we keep talking about. It's not the same old Lions. You you've we're we're taking some of these guys that you know they they were they didn't do a very good job at another team. They were free agent. We got them late. You know they didn't come off the practice squad until Thanksgiving. Correct. And I mean you can go on and on about that stuff. And that tells you what what's in that locker room. You know and that tells you what's in those meeting rooms. That tells you a bunch of guys that are coming here to play football and we have a staff that can turn them around and get them ready to be successful on the on the, the biggest stage in, in football. Right. I mean, you had a defensive end who had nine and a half sacks and three interceptions. Oh, and by the way, he's a rookie. Yes. Again, while there were games, the Lions defense really struggled. I think Seattle, 48 points. Mm-hmm. Again, again, we had some injuries and again, we had a lot of young players um, on that defensive line as well. I saw we saw a lot of progression throughout the season. I think we got a lot of young guys. I would still like to see us add another person to the defensive line. I'm actually hoping our first pick in the draft is either a defensive tackle or a defensive end. Mm-hmm. I've heard uh, some people say you can never have too many good defensive linemen. What made me really feel strongly about this pick is I watched the 49ers play a game. I don't know, maybe around week 14 or 15. I think they were playing the Chargers or somebody. And it seemed like their defense was moving twice as fast as the other team's offense. Sure. I was like, that is a gift to your offense, and it takes a lot of pressure off your offense. So very happy with the end result, even though we had some bumps along the way. I do hope they get John Kaminsky back. I'd like to see Isaiah Bugs back if we can get him as well, and, and definitely draft to add to that position. For sure. Then we go to the next layer of defense, and that is uh, – 
the linebacker position, which might have been the most nerve-wracking position before the season started. I mean, I still remember Shepard during Hard Knocks calling everybody out in the room and didn't even he didn't even count to the round that Malcolm Rodriguez was drafted and he showed in the sixth round what a great talent he can be um, Alex Anzalone played an amazing season probably better than I think most people expected and that's great you know Josh Woods Derek Barnes they, they each had roles Woods is an amazing specials teamer player I would like to see obviously them either draft or get a free agent linebacker at least one if not two to bring into that room and just make the room a, a little bit more solid of course that's you know the depth thing is going to be is going to make a big difference and again again you're taking guys that you know people aren't going to think you take Rodrigo coming in the sixth round you got Anzalone coming in there that ah he's okay you know is he going to be all right and they're fitting into the system and they're buying into the system you know I mean the old cliche it's not about the X's and the O's it's about the Jimmy and the Joe's well the Lions are getting the Jimmy's and the Joe's I'm sorry and and I just I watch that and I watch these guys do exactly what they want uh you know, um, technique-wise, scheme-wise, and, you know, again, there are some bumps. You know, we, we gave up a lot of rushing yards in one game this year. And, again, but that stuff was all changed and corrected going into the final week. So I think I think you're correct with that. I think we need to add one or two new guys from there, and we'll see what happens from it. I love the phrase, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying none of these guys are not talented. They are all talented. But I also think there's an element that the Lions are looking for when they bring a player in. It's not just the talent. It's the work ethic in addition to the talent and the culture fit, right? They want players who aren't going to be out for themselves. I remember a player um, from years past who was tweeting after a game that the Lions better be ready to pay him some money because you're going to have to pay. Well, he's no longer on the team and, and, you know, we wish him well where he went, but he just, that's not the type of fit we're looking for. Of course, you know, you want the players to get paid and to make all they can make, but you also want it to be a collective effort, not a me effort. The, the linebacker play was surprisingly better and you saw growth throughout the year. And then, then it takes us to the secondary. And the secondary is the one that probably had more ups and downs than any just because, well, we lost some players, you know, and we had players coming back from injury that played key contributions. I mean, I think the biggest the biggest change was Tracy Walker's injury, yes. right? He was a leader on the secondary, and him going down through the secondary, especially the safety position, into flux. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was huge. Uh, you know, and again, that's, you know, it's the back end guy. But when you're, you know, you're playing some younger guys um, at the corner position, you know, to, to align them properly on, on coverages to make sure they're in the right spot on coverages to make sure they understand what the defense is. They make sure they understand what their run support is. It's huge. You know, it's it's the NFL. And I think when you lose somebody like that, you know, you, you're, you're asking the younger guys to step up. Yeah, there's some leaders and they believe it and I thought and I you know as the season went on they continued to get better we still had some injuries we still had to get people going on there but you, but you got a guy that you know a, a rookie that steps in there and just plays phenomenal and he's just going to continue to get better and I think that's one of the biggest things we're going to see from that group um, veteran bring one in sure you know, I think we need a veteran there's some out there of course you know everybody's the, the people on Twitter right now are Ramsey 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 <laughs> right you know whatever I mean they're going to bring in somebody that's going to help them be better and and if Ramsey's the one welcome aboard dude because it's going to be a good ride and and even though 
losing Walker for the season was a big setback. Um, we saw the development of a player that we would not have seen, and that is uh, Mr. Backflip himself, yes. Kirby Joseph, right? I mean, I still remember on draft day, Kirby Joseph was there, and if uh, I'm not mistaken, Maryland's uh, safety, Nick Cross, was there, and he was a solid safety yes. in Big Ten play. And I was like, oh, and being a Maryland alum, I was like, I would love it if they drafted him. And they didn't. They got Kirby Joseph, and, and Cross has been solid. But, man, am I happy we got Kirby sure. Joseph. That guy turned in an amazing season. Um, so you had him and you had Deshaun Elliott, who Elliott really stepped up. And Elliott's a free agent, so we'll see if Elliott's back in the mix or not. Or it's I have a feeling you're going to see Joseph and Walker back there for the starters, and maybe Elliott will come back, or we're going to look for somebody else for depth. And then you turn to the defensive back position, right? Jeff Okuda showed some flashes of what we thought he would be or hoped he would be when he was a rookie. As, as um, general manager Brad Holmes has said, this was kind of like a rookie season still for him based on all the injuries he's sure. gone through and the growth. And so next year, I think we might see even more. Because, again, Coach, when, when, you, when someone's a rookie in the NFL, even though they played high school and college football, it's a different level. It's a different game, even though it's the same game, right? Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, there's your coverage schemes are, are uh, done off by alignments. There's five different coverage schemes. You know, there could be six different coverage schemes. If, if he's inside the hash, if he's outside the hash, if he's, if he's going vertical, is he on the line of scrimmage? Is he not on the line of scrimmage? Is he going? I mean, there's there's they have so many different things out there and so many adjustments. And, and you know, you're taking a young guy and asking him to go out there and do that. And, uh, you know, he just came off of system. He's been running for four or five years and now right. he has to learn all new terminology. You know, whether you, even though you have your OTAs and stuff, it's still not the same. You know, a lot of them need that game time uh, situation and the practice situation to get them getting ready. But the game times where they, the game time is where they fine tune it and they really pick up on the on exactly what happens. And when you make a couple mistakes, you know you get two or three or four holding calls or a couple blown coverages. Uh, the good athletes and the good coaches will make sure that those good athletes don't make that mistake again. And you saw the, I, I believe you saw the Lions. You never seen the second and third mistakes. You know, two, three, four games in a row. That's something That's Coach that. Campbell talked about. Say, hey, if we make a mistake, let's rectify it. Let's make sure we're not repeating those. Yes. Mistakes. That's for sure. I'm encouraged with what we saw out of Okuda. We don't know if they're going to pick up his fifth year option or not. That being said, I look forward to him returning next year. We don't have a lot of depth in the defensive back position. Oh, my goodness. I almost forgot about our undrafted free agent from last year. I mean, he was injured, Jerry Jacobs, and he got hurt last year. And when he came back, he added a lot to our team this year. And so that was really nice to have him there as well. But in addition to them, I'm hoping they bring in at least two defensive backs, one through the draft, one free agent, so you get someone who's not a rookie and add to the defensive back position there. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's like you said, uh, you know, that's the last line of defense. You better have some some dudes back there. And of course, with your, you know, we talked about earlier with the defensive line and stuff like that to help those guys a little bit better. And I think if you you know if you check, um, you check the defensive concept when we had big passing games against our secondary. You know, was the defense line having a tough time getting to the quarterback? Where they had adding bodies for where we holding what was the officiating light of course we're always going to go to the officiating but right right but that's not the reason and so I think that's one of the biggest things you have to think about when the defensive backs and you know what scheme what scheme were we using I think uh, coach Glenn settled on something after that one and five one and six start yeah and, and we continue to get better I don't know what the exact exact stats were those last 10 games but they were pretty good they so, were yeah. and like you said the front line gets more pressure on the quarterback then there's less time on the defense at all places roll sure. together. Yep. It's 11 people out there moving. That's for sure. In synchrony. So, Austin, well, that is a look at our defense. Coach, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks so much.
much for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to the podcast to get alerts about new episodes. And until next time, stay gritty, my friends. Thank you.